You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend, a perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. From Podcast Detroit and Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan, it's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at PodcastDetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. With our predictions this year, girls. <laughs> well, some of us oh, were. Big plans oh man, huh? yeah, that was funny. Some of us were. Some of, Look, yeah, some of us were off. Some Not of us off. were off because I'm the one who did say I'm taking it as it comes. Yes, you did. But and you I did. did too. I should have listened. Didn't have any I know you did. Didn't have any I know. So listen, I found my notes, you know, and I, Jackie, I know how you love how I color code it, but I found my notes from that show. My list. My list. (laughs) Here's on my list. I'm not giving up on my list, just so you know. We don't like like your list. But look, I found my notes from that show that said, "Hmm, it's time to see clearly. We are ready for a new year of clarity and change in 2020. (laughs) oh wow okay that's how we started and yeah no and I said I had a quote that I think that we need to talk about because this is a really good quote life is like a camera focus on what's important capture the good Mm -hmm. times develop the negatives and if things don't work out take another shot so let's start with that yeah remember that oh my god you're yeah, right. <laughs> wow. That was, job, Gina. that was your one list. Yeah, yeah your one list. <laughs> your one quote. Oh, gosh. <laughs> terrific. terrific. Good job, uh, teacher. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You did do so, a terrific job. So life is like a camera. Focus on what's important. What you learned was in the last six months or so, what's important? A that kitchen. there's a lot of stuff I worked on that wasn't important uh, for me. Exactly. That's what I so, learned. So, yeah, yeah, life is important. That's what's important. Yeah. Yeah. Our lives. Yeah. Our lives. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So and how much we can do without? We don't have to be real busy. But we can't do without yeah. toilet paper. I learned that. Can't do without toilet paper. No. No, we can't do without toilet paper. How much toilet paper do you guys have left? <laughs> I'm not a hoarder. So you know what? Me either. Yeah. Neither us. No, I didn't go crazy. <laughs> no? Guys, what about you? Are you hoarders? Um, <laughs> no. 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 These guys are rock stars. They they they'll figure out they don't need toilet paper. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Exactly. All right. What I learned is important. Look, I'm coming to you from my kitchen because, as we know, yes, when this all started. There was no kitchen. You Definitely didn't have a kitchen. Uh-uh. So I it looks beautiful. Put the camera around so we can. Can we see it, Gina? Yeah, let's see. Uh, no, so let's put the camera right here. I moved everything oh. off. <laughs> nice back. There you can see yeah, a little bit. Oh, it looks beautiful. Wow. It's good. good. All right. So focus on what's important. Capture the good times. Something good that happened. Something good. Yes. Anything? uh, Well, I I kind of had had, a career change. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Nora. A career change. You've got new hair, too. Yeah. Well, you know, I was feeling purple. So, (laughs) you know. I was feeling blue Wait, Nora, like a tell few me. weeks ago, and then and now I'm purple. Oh. So, um, one of my coworkers oh. does hair at the funeral home, and um, she asked if I would step in for her. You know, when she went on vacation, and I've done it before, just my clients, but you know, not just to go in. Wait, and- wait. funeral home <laughs> as in dead people? Uh, yeah, yeah. As in the people so, are dead. Yeah. Yeah, you they know how complain. they get them ready for the casket. Yeah, yeah. There's hairdressers yeah. that do that. Yeah, I mean they need That's somebody. It. You know, not everybody yeah. wears a. So you know, right. so um, no, this is just I, shocking to me. So yeah. go ahead. I'm just. <laughs> I hadn't done it in probably at least seven years, ten years, something like that. And so re- remember, it was just before. my client. Oh yeah, my client. Yeah, I had a couple clients that I did. So only once though. Yeah. Only but once. you know, when you go in there, they have them already. And then, you know, there's a picture of how they want the hair and all of that. And when I did my clients, nobody else was in there. It was just that person. Well, this time I go in, it's like four or five people in that person. <laughs> so like they're I watching kinda, you family, family yeah. members. Was it family? No dead people. <laughs> they oh, were there were, oh you were in a room wait yeah. you were in a room with four or five dead people yes so jackie wow. those people were not watching no 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 so so what was that I just, like well i plug in i plug in my music and i just talk and i just <laughs> sing or i hum or i'll talk to them you know because you you when you get in there, it is kind of creepy and stuff at first, but once you start doing the hair, you kind of want to give them some dignity, you know, because you want their families to be okay. And, you know, if it yeah. was if it was me, I would want to look, you know, the person to make me look my best. And because you know how sometimes you'll go to a funeral and you'll look and you'll be like, they don't, that didn't look like her or she didn't do that, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, it was, it's a humbling experience, which most people wouldn't think that way. 
they would just go in and do the job. But for me, it, it was a humbling experience. So, like why? Which way? Because How was it I, I want them to. Ha- I want them to have the dignity, and I want the family to be satisfied. You know, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a hard time. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have thing, you ever worked on a child? Or no, that's what I was going to say. I've never done a child. And I don't know how I would feel about that because of my kids and grandkids. But yeah, um, and I've never gone in not, you know, and I and they and the person is someone I knew and I didn't know they they had passed. So that's never happened. Thank God. So um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I would like to think that I would still be OK after I got over the initial thing. But the one thing that really mm-hmm. hurt me, too was to go in there and there was so many people, you know, it was just, yeah, Mm. a lot. Yeah. So, Mm. but, uh, you know, I'm glad I, um, had the experience. It's, you know, I have a niece that's a mortician. So we, we used to talk. Yeah. She lives in Atlanta and we used to talk about when she opened her own business, she's like, you're going to come and do hair. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do, I'm, you know, But yeah, yeah. Well, Nora, I commend you because a negative time with your clientele, your business, Uh you have Uh pivoted. You've done you right. You know, you've developed from the negative. So well done, you. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. You did. Now, are you still are you still working on it? Working on live people too, or (laughs) yeah, I'm back to working on live people. You know, so yeah. They talk back. They do talk back. So you know. And then the, the <laughs> next part is if things don't work out, take another shot. Mm. So, right. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, a lot of things didn't work out for a lot of people. So, right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. we have a, a group on today that's going to talk about how they've had to pivot because, you know, yeah. the music industry is definitely also an area that was hit really hard. Um, yeah. Teachers as well, Gina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know what? Um, yeah, a shout out to all my colleagues at Lake Orion Community Schools and mm-hmm. anywhere else that I have ever taught as they go back. Um, some schools are going back face to face. Some schools are going back virtual. Some schools are going back a combination of both. And as as a public, we need to support and applaud whatever the school decision has been has been made. You know what? It's a hard, hard decision. Um, so whatever anybody has decided yeah. to do, let's give them some grace. Let's give the teachers grace. Them. Let's give the administrators. Let's give yep. the students the grace to learn the skills that they need. It's new education. Right. Um, you know what? We we just have to we have to proceed on. This is not forever. This is not how education will be forever, but it's yeah. for right now. So it's, you know. In the, in the spring, I said, we're in crisis. You know, we are. We're in a, in a nation in crisis. So it was crisis education. And we educate differently when we are in crisis. And um, though for many communities, the, the initial health crisis has passed, there's still some fear of yeah. contracting this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and while often our young people don't get it as severely, they can still con you know they can still get covid and um you know so we we support and we thank and we appreciate all our 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 administrators educators students who are out there starting a new year 
Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. true. So right about that. Well said. Well said. I saw a school bus for the first time yesterday and I was confused. <laughs> I was like, well, what are they doing? Where are they going? What is yeah, it? What are they where doing? Are they going? And yeah. you know what? Yeah, where are they going? And many school districts are handling it differently. They're bringing in different um, different populations, mm-hmm. different groups. They're doing some virtual, some online, some in mm-hmm. It really just depends on what's best for that community. People have right. their thoughts and opinions on all of it. And everybody's entitled to their thought and opinion. Just know that the school district did the very best they possibly could for what they thought yeah. would be doing my thing. <laughs> China yeah. in the morning and here on Wednesdays. That's it. Yeah. Right. There you go. Summertime, ladies. How was that? Summertime. Hot. Summertime? It was hot. Yeah. It was it was hot. It was a hot girl it was, summer. It, yeah. <laughs> hot girl summer. It, that's that sounds like a song. Um, I, I thought it I thought it was good. I mean it was it was nice. I thought that everything slowed down, but I do have to say I'm a big concert goer and music festival person and yeah with all that being canceled it was really yeah. it was really different and and jackie and kind, you know, I, didn't, I didn't like that part jackie the the jazz festival downtown detroit i think they're gonna do that there it's yeah. virtual it's virtual oh it is yeah yeah but i'm normally there so yeah i'm just like yeah <laughs> and it's oh yeah. my god this is so much uh, yeah i know that was hard I saw in the news yesterday that um, they were talking about on Fox 2 about um, the venues that are losing money, especially the smaller ones, oh. because, yeah. you know, of this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So, Nora, I know you went and visited uh, a former uh, Nooner Show guest recently. <gasps> I did. Right. I did. Um, Lee. An essential business. Yes. An essential owns, business. She owns a shop called Busted, you know, and it's for, uh-huh. it's for, it's busted for your boobies. It's the booby shop. Boops. You know, so <laughs> I needed to go and get the girls taken care of because the girls, you know, were hanging all out, you know, and I just could not find the right hey. for the so you got a, you got some undergarments, is what you're saying. I got I got some booby I got some booby holders. <laughs> so I had to, you know, look, Gina. It's I so miss hard. you. It looks hard. It's so hard. See, the guys, you guys don't care because you know you don't want, you want to see us without the booby holders. But anyway, <laughs> it's so hard to find booby holders because. They don't, no one, no one's there to fit you. So, you know, yeah. your body changes and all of that. And it's like, um, it's a chore. It's like something I hate to do. It's like pulling teeth. I hate to go shop okay. for one. So mm-hmm. I made this appointment. I drove all the way down from Flint to Detroit to go to her shop. And she's the owner. And I did not know that she was going to be the one that would be fitting me. So that was really, really nice. So let me understand. You had a yes. custom, you were yes. getting a we custom hit, bra? We, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. I, I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, we, we had her on the show. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. Cause you, you weren't, you weren't at the um, interview. She was on mm-hmm. our show like a couple of years ago, I think. Um, but yeah. since yep. she's been on our show, she had how many yeah. locations now? Three. I think she has three now. Her name, yeah. Right? Very yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. And look, that's how long I've been trying to get to her. <laughs> it's for three, it's two years. Show. Yeah. So oh, when yeah. I, go back and listen, look for the show. Find but out. Gina, about when I tell yeah. you, she knows her stuff. And when I left yeah. there, you know, they were at attention. My boobie holders, they were at attention. And it was fabulous. <laughs> and I'm so happy. And I, you know, I love the booby holders now. Yeah. So, so, so you bought you bought a, a specific bra that she recommended. Is that what happened? Well, I tried custom. on. I tried on it's custom. Like 10, and I brought five. I got five. Yes. Custom. custom. It's all okay. custom. Yeah. Oh, they make them specifically for well, you. She well, she goes all over to to yeah. to purchase these, and she really takes her time and all of that. So mm-hmm. I did try on one that was a hundred and ninety something dollars. <laughs> Jeez, old Pete. Yeah. That's like the Victoria's and, Secret diamond uh, bras, yeah. isn't it? But it felt it felt like it was probably a hundred and ninety ninety dollars. So, Jeez. you know, I'll be sixty in December. So the kids, I told the kids, I'll Ooh. just give me a gift card. You know, so but. Yeah. Just a really, really nice experience. She made it a really nice experience, and I recommend it to anybody that that really. I mean, we spend money on all these other things, and you know, yeah. Could, my mom always told me, you know, you could get hit by a car tomorrow. You need to make sure your undergarments look nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. So I'm happy that <laughs> I did that. That was a, it. Was a really good experience. Shout out to Lee. Thank you, Lee. So well, much. And I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that her, her business is growing despite yeah. everything else that's going yeah, she on. She was doing appointments. Growing. That's she awesome. Appointment. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, hey, we got we have some amazing guests on today. So I think we need to get ready here and get on with our, our show. And our All interview. right. This, this is where Nora has to sing Get Ready. Yes, this, I'm not singing it. This okay. segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals like yourselves who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. You're up, Gina, Gina. Thank you. All right. Yep. Um, our guests today, from what I've been told, they have Quite the reputation. Is this true, gentlemen? <laughs> Known as Detroit's Young Hellions of, of Rock and a band. Yeah. To <laughs> this they were it's founded by two brothers, Nico and Gino, with the addition of Dennis. Cougaran, <laughs> you hit the Detroit music scene in Detroit 2010. Is that correct? Uh officially 2012. Officially 2012, but in the meantime, you've been opening up for some really well-known bands. Oh, yeah. 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 According to my notes, Jack Russell, Great White, Autograph, Cheap Thrill, and many more. Oh, yeah. I I could call them on my hands, I tell you. (laughs) You Your sound sound has been described as the new generation rock with some old soul. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys some old souls? Is that what I'm hearing? 
Uh, well, a mix mm, of vintage nah. and modern. Nah. 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 He's the new school. Then, he says no. <laughs> then in, he says 2018, no. <laughs> in 2018, you signed with RL Records, a Detroit-based label, and you partners, partnered with M15, a universal music group. In 2019, you released your EP, Fight for Your Life. We welcome today our guest, Cougaran. Welcome. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, I can well, for sitting in on the beginning of Bras, Back to School, and our catch-up. Welcome. Booby holder. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. There's nothing like coming back. This is our first show back from yeah. the, this pandemic. Um, and there's nothing like coming back to some good rock in your face. So this was a perfect uh, start for the the rest of our year, guys. So thanks for joining us. And where are you guys right now? I love the background. Where are you? We are at the Motor Motor Cafe. Cafe. Uh, Awesome. That's down at the Diesel, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's really cool. Um, now you guys, I had the pleasure of interviewing these guys at, uh, hyped up live sessions earlier this year. Actually, it was June. Um, it was one of the few shows that we did do live because it's rock and you just have to. Um, so I got to interview them and see them live. Um, but this is a different platform. So for our audience, give Nico, I'm going to start with you. Um, give us a little bit of the backstory of how you guys did get together. Well, it, current lineup or the band in general? Well, oh. let's start with the band in general. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, it, it kind of just started off as a basement project between me and Gino, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. for a couple years. And then we came up with the logo, tried a couple things, and then something just clicked. And it was like, okay, in 2012. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm could actually do this legit you know we could actually- what what was it that clicked what clicked um it was more or less like we've been playing for a long time yeah i mean i went to music school we and then he was gonna follow me up with music school a few years later and then we were just like well heck if we're doing this for real might as well make this thing for real yeah might as well mm. So you you guys went to school in Chicago, right? Yeah, and then uh, is it Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. Yes. Oh, let me ask me also. All right. <laughs> so so it and, um, and who's the who's the who? Where did the musical background come from? Did it come from your parents, or did you just watch somebody and you were like, okay, I, that's what I want to do? Really, like at first it was family, you know, parents and that kind of thing. But then after. You know, like, as a teenager, you start exploring different things and all of that. And, you know, I, since I was, you know, learning all of this, I figured backtrack and listen to everything that's already came. And once I did that, you know, I listened to everything that's fresh and current, you know, so and was it can, there was there a concert that oh, go ahead. I'm sorry was there a concert that you guys went to as brothers at back in you know 2010 2011 that stood out that made you that oh when I was six I thought it was easy top 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <six. laughs> oh. Yeah. ZZ Top would make anybody want to be a rock star. <laughs> I was old at the time. So. And then, you know, I did see Ozzy and then Slash open up for Ozzy. I saw Cheap Trick mm-hmm. open for Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few other things over the years. Smaller, same kind of thing. And I was just like, you know, this this is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a way to travel. And then- you know, do what I want to do, do what we want to do. But at the same time, you know, ground it to a point to where we can actually do cool things, you know, without, so, you know, killing. And then how, how did Dennis become part of it? Uh, it was probably, I messaged how did Dennis join because I was working at Guitar Center at the time and I'd been in mm. a different bands like I'd played with them before yeah I and when I was a part of a couple different bands and uh one of our mutual friends just said that Cougaran was looking for a bass player and so I hit him up because that's generally like what I do is just try out for every band some of them stick some of them don't yeah and he tried out and as you see match Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys look like you're all related he definitely yeah, looks you do. like he could... I was just gonna say that yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. It's, yeah. So how long ago was that, Dennis? When did you join? About two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be two years in October, November. Yeah. October, November. It's going to be about two years he's been in the band now. Yeah. So and have you guys always set out to do rock? I'm sorry, Nora. This is, it's okay. Go this ahead. is a hard part. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, did you guys always set out to play rock music is that going to be the brand or did you you know i mean in the music industry it seems like there are always people in the artist ear saying you should do this you should try that go that route go this route did you guys know it was going to be rock and and that was it didn't matter what was happening in the industry um well that's the thing you know the industry is kind of a ever-changing chameleon really Right. You know, there's so many different subgenres of rock out there. Mm-hmm. You can't really say that you're a rock band or a metal band anymore. Um, you can, but you know, there's subgroups like, say, if you're a rock band, like, what would somebody go like? Okay, it's, what? what no, you go, okay. So the subcategory that we would fall into would be called butt rock, oh which my God. is a subcategory of rock that's more commercial. <laughs> That way. So you take bands <laughs> and uh, Greta Van Fleet, like something that's maybe more commercially successful. Like that's just how I mean that's how it is in the industry. Like you take a band like a Day to Remember, they're like more easy core. There's mm-hmm. so many different subgenres to get into, but we definitely fall into the butt rock category. I yeah. mean, <laughs> kind of how I look at it as we're we're a rock band that basically encompasses a bunch of different subgenres of the rock industry. I personally okay. love 70s, 80s rock, but mm-hmm. I also love 2000s post-hardcore, 2000s metal, new metal, all different types of rock and metal that I just kind of feel like we're bringing into yeah, industry. and I like a lot of the 70s, 80s stuff, too, but then I also listen to a lot of blues. I listen to a lot, you know, the modern rock as well. Well, people 
call modern rock. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, these guys will send me stuff. Like, I remember you sent me the band Death. Oh, that's, yeah, that's an older. Yeah, 70s Detroit. Detroit. Uh, It was three, it was uh, a bunch of young black brothers that started a proto-punk, which is like before punk rock, punk rock band in the suburbs of Detroit. And they had been really obscure but then they kind of popped up more that people found them it's really good too yeah it's really, really it was good. like before the ramones mm-hmm. wow yeah nobody like, oh wow now then, how did you how did you find it yeah did you find it yeah. I, I found that out because i went to school at dime the detroit institute of music education and we were talking about it one year um because we went through a history class that was like kind of geared about the music culture and specifically around Detroit. So that's like one of, in the era of Motown, they were basically the one rock band that kind of came out. They're really good, but like super, super forgotten. But now um, if you find one of their, they're not huge, like they're just rare. Like if you find one of their records, uh, they can sell for up to like $800. But um, really? Wow. one of the, I think it's the drummer's grandma just had a whole box of them. It's like that thing of if we made a CD, had a whole box of them, put them up in your attic, and then you leave it for 40 years, what you thought was worthless is now priceless. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that's interesting. What's <laughs> the name of the band day? that you're talking about? Death, Death she said. Death. Death. Death? Death. Yeah. yeah. I have to ask Team Money about that. Wow. I was just okay. going to say that, Jenny. Guys, I have a question about the direction of your music. Yes. You all have, you you all talk about, you know, you brought this and I brought this and everything. Do you guys ever disagree about the direction that you're going to go? Like, one of you feels really passionate about yeah. adding I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's happened countless of times, but the thing that I really like just about us is yeah, we may have differing opinions on how a song could go, but the nice thing is we actually play around with, or at least try to play around with everybody's idea for that particular song, and we see what works, what may not work, or what we can incorporate from everything that will actually make us all yeah, happy with it. We do our best, uh, you know, because we all see a forward direction, And, you know, all of us have different ideas and what we all do is try to make all those ideas work somehow, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so that way everyone feels good about everything because, you know, we're all team here. So, I mean, you can't just do one thing and the other guys are like, what the heck? No, Mm -hmm. I'd rather from these guys yeah. if something sucks or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how do, you, how do, do you, all of you write? Huh? Do all of you write music? Do you write music? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all we all, three of you? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gina, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I was <laughs> going back to what you were talking about, the direction and working together. How do you, because all too often you hear of you hear of bands, groups, people who they, they get their feelings hurt, that their, their, um, their idea, their vision isn't taken and everybody else doesn't see it for what they see. So how do you overcome during those times? If you really believe or think that this is the vision or the direction, how do you overcome or, or get everybody else to come around to your way of thinking? 
Oh, um, we vote. Yeah, we, we actually. Vote on oh, okay. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what pirates code is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. You know, one of us will have an idea. We'll be like, yay or nay. Yeah, yeah. I yep. mean, that's pretty much it. We vote. Oh, and- that's good. So it's a really simple. I mean, it's not simple, but it's but it's like black or white. It's this there's, or that. Well, there's a. It sounds like there's an understanding. So there's no room. Yeah. There's no room for that. You know, we all yeah. are, mm-hmm. we all want to make the best out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you keep, you keep the end. It sounds like you guys keep the end goal in mind as you're working through the process and the journey. The end goal is always on all three of your minds. So it doesn't matter what happens in between, which gets me, it leads me to my next questions. Is well, you no, guys but- had such momentum Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Could be whatever it turns out. You know, it's all about the journey of building, having that, mm-hmm. have being able to do what you want to do. And the end result is because of the journey. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the, let me ask you this because um, you you guys were on uh, you had such momentum going on before this whole pandemic hit, um, as, as did a lot of other artists. I mean, there a lot of people had their whole summer booked with festivals and big shows and uh, concerts and stuff like that. And then, of course, out of everybody's control, that all stopped and it seemed and everything was canceled. Um, how wow. did you guys use your time? during the pandemic to, you know, stay relevant, to, to stay out there, to do interviews, to multiple things. Well, one, most of our gigs were not canceled. They're postponed. Yeah. And moved. Okay. So we still have almost all of our shows that we would have had this year, including festivals. Oh, so so what, but you have them when next year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a, maybe a couple near the end of the year, you know, uh-huh. things are, but, you know, everything is good. <laughs> and in our downtime, we're taking the time to relax, breathe a bit. And then once, you know, the end of summer starts hitting, we've been accumulating ideas, you know, and with everyone relaxing and doing live streams and interviews. And, you know, doing promotion and putting content out there, we're, we're going to take the time to write even more. We were actually going to go record before all of this hit. And we were going to go to L.A. to record. And, oh, wow. and then all this And then all happened. this happened. So we're just <laughs> stocking yeah. what we got, overstocking. So that way, mm-hmm. when next year hits, we got a bunch of stuff in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, we're always coming up with song ideas that we're playing around with. We're always practicing either with each other or on our own individual time to make sure that we're always up to par with yeah, like, what we bring. And he's been playing this. every day. Yep. Every day. Wow. Every day. How, how many hours? I mean, at least five. Yeah. So I mean, wow. It, wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
we're making sure there's not really any wasted time or opportunities yeah, exactly. with all this stuff going on. Exactly, because everyone is throwing their hands up saying the year is over. We're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Always. Right. You know, if you can't. Where, where does that uh, where does that mindset come yeah. from? That resilience. That was my where does question. that come from? Because yeah. you're right. A lot of people have given up. Mm hmm. Oh, well, we're fighters. I mean, yeah. I've—I'm not gonna lie. I've just had that kind of mindset ever since I was a little kid. Yeah, you know, we're all fighters here. We've all seen the good and the bad and the in between, and we're in a huge in between right now. And I'd rather, instead of being an optimist or a pessimist, I'd rather be an opportunist mixed with a little bit of realism. Yeah. Ooh, I you, like that, that. Yeah, you should write that down. Is that yeah, your quote? Did you come yeah. up with those words? Is that your quote? That <laughs> you should put that. Like, I don't know. I like that. That's really yeah. good. Um, well, speaking of you guys are fighters, uh, congratulations on the recent review that uh, your album had um, the magazine closing. Is that the magazine closing recently? Um, and I want to do a shout out. How do you pronounce it? Thank you for the review. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a great review. And I just want to read something that they wrote. They described, they were talking about how they um, had a chance a year ago to um, share a stage with you guys at one of the festivals And they described you guys as curious and a bit shy. But when it came time to strap on and plug in, they brought the revolution like all great Motor City rock stars must do. I thought that was great. I thought it described you guys to a T. I thought it was really cool. And uh, you can read the rest of the review on it's C-L-O-U-R-E-C-O-R-D-S.com, clorerecords.com. It's a great review. Um, So speaking of uh, interviews and stuff like that, I was reading an interview that uh, Metallica did with USA Today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just recently did one of their first driving concerts. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the front guy, James Hetfield, said um, that there's nothing like a live show. And he was talking about how um, he said, I'm not sure what everybody else out there is doing, um, but we've been listening to music and we've been praying and praying for something that we could grasp onto because music helps us through all things, including this. Um, do you guys feel that that same thing about live shows? That brings people together. It gives that connection. That's literally how I support myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, when you say support yourself, are you talking about financially or also emotionally and mentally and everything else? Because the live shows, the artists need the live shows to build their following because it's not just Mm -hmm. about music anymore. But the fans love the live shows because there's a togetherness that happens. There's a sense of belonging with live shows. So when you say you need it, what, what do you need it? What point of view? First and foremost, financially, because that's like my main source of income. I mean, and then second of all, as a fan too, because I'm really like kind of peeved. I was supposed to go see My Chemical Romance tomorrow, but it got postponed for a year. Oh, so yeah. I'm kind of really... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, about like having to wait so long. You spent good money on that. Yeah, those. Yeah, but um, no, I mean it it goes from both aspects. But like from the musicians' aspect of it, it's so much more. Like that's by nine to five, so Mm -hmm. like that's literally all my income. So I've had to like take part time jobs and stuff just to kind of like stay afloat. Now, like it's it's not just entertainment it's literally okay how am i gonna eat yeah 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 kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah you know like wow we're i'm like let me put it this way if i you know if i didn't have the teaching gig i have for private lessons you know i'd be the same way like Mm -hmm. no but 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 you guys you guys never thought about giving up or doing anything different you're just Staying in that in between where you're going to figure it out until, do you think, are you worried that the landscape of live shows is going to change forever or do you think uh, it'll go back to yes the, and the no. concerts? Okay. No, um, depending on what state you're in and depending on stuff, I'm being really neutral here because, you know, people are very sensitive about that topic. It'll go back mm-hmm going to change because yeah. a lot of venues are probably like closing down because of not being able to financially yeah. support mm-hmm. themselves because the arts didn't get a huge bailout um yeah but kind of the last thing is like teachers would know uh, yeah. yeah that's the last thing <laughs> that gets funding when stuff like this happens and um yeah so a lot of venues are probably going to close down there's um yeah it it's definitely going to change and not necessarily for the Bad, yeah. I don't know. It's just going to be well, different. And you guys see the articles about Live Nation, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I know yeah. a lot of people that work with Live Nation, and they're sitting like yeah. us. I mean, I honestly yeah. think just going to start going into this weird duality where you're going to get some shows that are going to be live streamed only. You're going to get some shows that are in person only, or you're going to get those weird shows that you can live stream, but you can also go in person. Honestly, I think the capacity capacity and the distancing thing into it, that'll last for a while because society is a paranoid beast. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it will affect that because ticket prices will rise. Less less capacity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You don't right. Know how stable, you know, the bigger music industry is going to be. So it's on our level and anybody who's not an A-lister, you know, mm-hmm. or, or in that mix, like, they're going to have to, like, jack their prices like crazy. And then for people like us, you know, it's looking Wild Westy out there. You know, we'd have to. <laughs> yeah opportunities you know it's not like wow. people like hey here's gigs no the yeah. out there is like okay who's still doing stuff yeah. who's willing to bring us out there right and if there is compensation how much is that going to be or mm-hmm. is it going to be put in a hotel or food or travel or something right right uh, right here here's the here's the other thing though the, the the other part to that equation is you, you guys, because of how you plan and because of the team that you guys have surrounded yourself with, you've got a great manager. Uh, a lot of this wouldn't happen without having a good manager there who does hook up these interviews and everything else. Shout out to Jay. Um, but 
not everybody has that kind of support system. So it'll be interesting when this is all over, how many people are left in the game, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like what's the fallout going to look mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You know, after all of this is over, you know, right. I believe right. it will end. Oh, it is I believe it end. will end. It's just the parameters after. we got to play with. Well, that, and just, in general, what's the after effect of all of this once we know, hey, we're actually good now? Yeah. Right. Right. Like, for example. And it's, it's uh, like you said, Nico, just staying with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, for example, we did go on. Listen. But we made it happen. Go ahead. We made that happen. Yeah. We were asked by Jamie. Right. And we made that happen. You know, we didn't know how. Right. It was our first right. time doing like a legit good live stream yeah. like that. And we just got together and made it happen. That's as simple yeah. as mm-hmm. it goes at this point. You just got to do the legwork to make things happen. Especially when you want something. You yeah. figure it out. Right. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, fight for your life. We, we, our team, Nooner team was talking about that song. I have to tell you, that is my favorite song. I love, love that song. I I told you guys that before. And I love it because it blows me away that you didn't just write that song today or yesterday, because it's so relevant to not just our times today, but for all these people that are in a funk and not just musicians, but a lot of people have lost their jobs. They've lost their businesses. There's all this divide going on. And it just seems like that, that song fight for your life has a whole different meaning. I don't know if it does for you guys, but when did you guys write that song? Um, how long ago? Well, we officially recorded it. Well, we put out the album or the EP last like, June of 2019, we probably okay. record that in spring of 2018. Yeah, but when did you write it? Probably fall 2017. I'd say at least 2017. Wow. Yeah. So okay. it's a, Before it's a, we dissect that, I was I was going to say, let's listen to it. Oh, okay. I know you have some really good questions about mm-hmm. that song. Can yeah, we listen I, to I, it? Yeah, let's go. Dave, can we play that, Dave?
nice. <laughs> I nice. Yeah, <laughs> I love how you described it. That was nice. It was nice. <laughs> that was it so was, sweet. It was nice. I think I, that song is an anthem. That song's an anthem yeah. for a lot yeah. of things. I don't know if you guys uh-huh. are doing anything with that song, but you need to you need to repurpose that song. You've got to send that out to suicide prevention places. Um, fight for your oh, life. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I was. There's so serious. Many, there's so so many words in there that I mean, I I think yeah. strike a chord with so many different people. Like you know, mm-hmm. rolling the dice. Right. And, you know, you're on your feet again, that people could really resonate, like that sound resonates with whatever they're feeling and going through, which Mm -hmm. makes it a really timeless song. And at the time you wrote it, like, were you thinking what there were, you were obviously in a phase of your life that something was going on. I'm not asking for those details, but was there something that led you to write this? Did you, I, I don't, um, like when you, what, what inspired you to write this song? Well, let me put it this way. You know, um, you know, living in Chicago for half a decade and coming back and, you know, seeing everybody do the grind, you know, everyone just wonders like, you know, is the grind going to matter? You know, when you roll the dice, you're taking, mm-hmm. you know, are things going to pan out? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, but at the same time, how much are you willing to take before you start fighting back? Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How much are you willing to take? You know, yeah. like when you're grinding on your job, bills piling up, chores in the home, Life stacking, you know, life, life kind of jacking you up, you know, it's just like, how much are you going to deal with? And then at that point, when do you start fighting? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I like that. You know, that's powerful. That's kind of what powerful. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you. Um, even before we heard, I heard the song cause that was my first time hearing it. But, um, how do you, you guys are, are really, really positive and, and that's a good thing, especially at this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you have like other musicians that um, you're kind of close to that you, during this time that you've had to talk off a ledge, you know what I mean? Like they're okay. saying, good Oh, question. I, you know, I'm done with this. I, you know, and you have to like bring them back in and, and, and tell I mean, them to hold on type of thing. Yeah. That- on my end, I don't know about these guys. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty smooth. Like everyone's just wanting to play, but yeah. you know, a lot of the band leaders on this side of town, you know, keep in touch every once in a while. They'll invite each other over. We'll sit, mm-hmm. have a couple of drinks, and talk about things. Oh, that's that's well, a that's good idea. That's cool. good. Yeah. So there is a there is a support group there, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, like in a sense of community, because you know, when the out, when you know, say for example, Friday night, Motor Cafe, nothing going on with nobody. Chances are, I'll run into two or three different band leaders that I know that we played shows with, and we'll sit, have a couple drinks, and talk about life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Any of you guys want? Wow. That? That's great. 
I play with um, a lot more like kind of advanced um, songwriters that like go through different genres and throughout this whole thing, no one has like really quit, but we've all been kind of just like messaging each other more and like um, sending each other stuff. Like I have friends that live out in California that I went to school with and he'll send me like some pop stuff to Mm -hmm. record to, or I've been making a lot of like rap backing tracks and doing a lot of producing like no one's really quitting we're all just really broke just turn them yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well that's good because I, I i said that's that's how it is even in my profession you know when we yeah. we get to the point to where we're just like oh this is just too much but yeah when you have that support system like that so i, I just wonder if that was the same thing so it's good to hear that you do you guys have that Business has got to be booming for you right now, though, with the whole... Well, you know what? It was when we first got back out, but now it's like people are really, like, still scared, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Oh, guys, are you going to do something with that song? Are you, um, besides just, I mean, like, are you thinking about, seriously, because it could be used for a... um, Oh, the minute you said that, yeah. so <laughs> what's that? They're on it. The team is looking into it right now. See, See Jackie, they're on it. Yeah, good, good. Because if you don't, well, I can't. It's not mine, but <laughs> I highly recommend it. it it's such a great yeah. song. It's what a great song. <laughs> you gotta watch her. That's Can't what she, she does. She's make her live. Nah. She's making no, her no, list. no, no. Um, <laughs> listen, before we go, guys, how can people follow you? Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. Um, spell it. Spell it for everyone. The okay. name. K-O-U-G-A-R-A-N. And we do have a website. It's being worked on right now and updated for everything that we're doing. You know, we're constantly making updates because we're evolving. Mm-hmm. But you can find us on our social media. And chances are you'll see other links on our on each social media page to where we have other pages right now. We do have a spot on Apple Music, Um, so all you'd have to do, it might be hard to find us because we aren't, like, huge. It's not? No. (laughs) Yep. A-O-U-G-A-R-A-N. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, your mainstream social media pages. You know, we're pretty easy to find. Pretty much all the socials. All right, let's go. Let's do our fortune cookie. Are we ready? I want to say, here we go. So guys, we always end our show with a fortune cookie. And it says, soon someone new is coming into your life and will be your, will be a best friend. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, thank you for taking the time uh, to, uh, help us fight for our life and help everybody else fight for their life. And those encouraging words today. Um, We really appreciate it. It was a great start to the rest of our year. We've got an awesome lineup. We're actually almost booked for the whole year with the wonderful interviews. Next week we have the the lovely Ornetta Davis. So um, we appreciate it guys. We'll follow you. We do have your link up and um, keep doing what you're doing, you know, because we need rock music. We need it. We need yes, good we rock do. music. So music. Thanks for your time doing. today, guys. It was nice Thanks, to meet you. Thanks, guys. And we are going to end the show with 
Urban Jungle. We're going to play that right after Nora sends us off here so you can listen to another one of their great songs and then you can uh, get their music on Spotify and every other place. Thanks, guys. Go ahead, Nora. Thanks, guys. And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap, leap of faith. faith. Thanks for taking. Yes. Thanks for taking the leap of faith. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, happy happy Wednesday, everyone.